Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, around the room. His Spanish word of the day is not always correct. And his Cowboys letting him down every year is something you can expect. Right. Here is producer Eddie. All right, all right. I got some great news, okay? I don't really don't know what this means, so maybe you'll help me, but I know it's good. I got my credit check the other day, and it came back at an 840 Dang. out of 850. So, but it hasn't always been good, right? No. So I've come on and told you guys that I went into like hardcore debt. $40,000 in debt. It took me years to get out of it. I finally got out of it. And I guess my wife's been slowly like building our credit, just like trying to just take all our credit cards out and, you know, pay off the one that we do have and all that stuff. So I guess it's really good. She said, this is huge. Like we need to celebrate. And I'm like, I don't really know what that means. You can take out a big loan. <laughs> That's what the guy said. The guy that checked our credit said, you can pretty much get whatever you want with 840. But don't think that. Like I was, And I said, like a boat? No, no, no. <laughs> You're falling wow. in the trap again. Hey, your boy's going to get a boat. Oh, no. Congratulations. That is a good deal. Dude. I know yeah, you guys are huge. really, really heavily in debt, and it's awesome that you're back. That's pretty awesome. So you're, you. There's, you go up to 850 I don't know. That's the highest? 850 I, was the highest, they said. I think so. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. You're Googling? Yeah, I want to Google that because I'm like, dang. So how do I get 10 more? I want to get 10 more points. I don't, I don't know anything about how to do credit. <laughs> Me either, dude. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, I don't know if I should be happy about well, this. Well, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. His Altima has reached its last leg of life, and now he needs a new car for he and his wife. Lunchbox! Oh, boy. I don't know why our listeners think they're so funny. Oh, my gosh. I got a stupid Venmo request from some guy named Jacob Rourke, and he wanted $100 for me being annoying on the show. Oh, can we? Can I cash that in? Let me send you yeah. one too. Did you then. pay him? I should be, I'm like, hold on, I'm gonna do one thousand then. <laughs> <laughs> he sent a Venmo request, annoying on the show, one hundred dollars. Like, get a life, dude. Like, I'll, that's the kind of crap you would do. So why are you upset at that? Like, I'm really gonna send this dude a hundred bucks. Give me his name. I'll send him a hundred bucks. No, I ain't giving. No, no. <laughs> I'll reward him for that joke. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He sent like he sent he spent time in his day to actually go send me a Venmo like. Would you not do that though? 
I mean, I wouldn't say it for being annoying. I'd be like, oh, you know, $100 for me, you're hot. Like, you know what I mean? If he is, if Joke of Rourke, whatever, says you're hot, you give him 100 bucks. No. Okay. But it, you know what I mean? Like, you see a bikini model and you invoice her for like, oh, you know, time wasted at work looking at your pics. 100 bucks. You've done that? Wait, what? No, you, I can that's get so right. creepy. That's, that's where his mind that's, goes. So that's what yeah. you're doing right now? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, moving on, she recently taught us all a lesson when she said a pony is not a baby horse. And Lunchbox likes to give her a hard time about her recent divorce. Here's Amy, everybody. Oh, I do not, Amy. That did you do. It doesn't bring me pleasure. <laughs> Go ahead. So, <laughs> Stevenson's birthday was recently, and out of all of his gifts, I feel like the one thing he is treasuring the most is this new bottle of cologne that he got. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny, because, I mean, he did just turn 13. He's always liked cologne. He's always liked girls. But I feel like now this is next level. Like, he talks about how, I don't know, I spray it before school. He's like, should I keep it in my backpack in case I need to spray myself yes, later? always. <laughs> you have to go through the stage of wearing too much cologne before right. you ever get it just right. Totally. Mm-hmm. You get cologne, you never wear cologne, then you have cologne and you wear way too much cologne, and eventually someone has to have the awkward conversation of that's too much. Then you're embarrassed and you do no cologne again. Yeah. <laughs> then finally you find your happy spot. It honestly smells good. Like, I feel like I kind of want to want to borrow it too he, he smells great so yeah keep it up but I feel like these teenage years um, they're going to be trouble look at him growing up that's awesome in front of our eyes from Mountain Pine Arkansas he has a huge comedy act and it's coming to TV that's a fact Bobby Bones thank you, thank you, thank you. I would like to tell you guys my wife had ordered this date it's a date book I don't know the name of it it's not an ad but you open it up and it has all these scratch offs in it and you scratch it off and then you go do that date you commit to Whatever this is, we're going to do it. It's nothing super expensive. But so we open it. And because we're always looking for stuff to do on like a Sunday afternoon. So we open it up, random, open to a page. It's a full scratch off like a lottery ticket. And so I say, just drop your finger, whichever one it lands on. That's the one we'll do. So she drops it. Boom. And the day comes up and it's like, you have to have a picnic. And so list out six things where the food could be. Then list out six places that you could have the picnic and I'm like great so I make a, I have the list here because we did the whole thing so I did uh, cheese and crackers and meats as one all desserts I was hoping for that one as two oh yeah. as three order fajitas and then take them with us not bad number four order true food which is a restaurant and take them with us number five grill it in the backyard and eat at the picnic table number six roll again so that was all the options where backyard two some random field we drive and find Three, the park that we've gone to before to have a picnic. Four, eat in bed. Five, in a family room watching a movie. Six, roll again. So that was the deal. So we, we rolled. We're like, all right, we're going to go have a picnic. We committed to it. And it lands on number five, grill in backyard. So then we roll again. So we're, we're going to take it somewhere. It lands on one, backyard. So we grilled and then ate where we do once or twice a week anyway. So like this we really just had a date. It was that a normal had. date. Yes, and it's a great it was normal dinner, not yeah, even yeah. date. So we did the book and we did exactly what it said and did everything, but it, it just took us back home. That's really, well, maybe that's it's where fun. you're supposed I to bet, be. I bet you loved that. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. It also started raining, but I'll get the name of the book, but it's fun. That sounds know. cool. It is cool, but it's just hilarious. We ended up doing what we did anyway. Hey, be careful with picking a random field for a picnic though, dude. Don't do that. You don't know whose property that hey, is. Hey, if I, we'd have drawn that's it, true. man, we'd have had to do it. <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need to know, how messed up is this? After my divorce, I finally started dating again. 
and met the woman that I've been seeing now for three months. We've been getting along great, but she's hesitated introducing me to her teenage son. It seems that her 14-year-old boy can't sleep right unless he's sleeping in the bed with her. That's why I can't stay over at her place and why she hasn't introduced me to him. I can't say that I'm ready to get married again, but it's hard to see anything long-term happening when a teenage boy gets sleeping privileges with my lady over me. This is a common thing. I never heard of it. Can anyone tell me what's going on here and what it means? Signed, feels like the third wheel. First of all, you've only been dating her a few months. You do not need to create a wedge between her son. Pump the brakes. And her. I'm not saying it's weird or not weird. I'm just saying right now, it's too early to be going, what, your son? You don't want any sort of conflict about her kid. You haven't been together two years. You don't live together. CTFO, buddy. Mm-hmm. Chill. And the kid's not sleeping with her, his girl. Like, that's his That's his mom. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. It, I think it is a little odd that the kid's 14, but I don't know what's up with the kid. I don't know yeah. if the kid right. has any... I don't, I don't know. 14 is the chronological age. Like, you don't know really how old this kid is or what he's had going on in his life. Processing the divorce of his parents. Maybe he's very close to his mom. He has other things. Oh, like, some of that's kind of weird, though, too, you're saying there. What? Even to be 14 and be, like, processing a divorce. Well, no, I mean... I, I'm just saying if he has special needs. But I, we're assigning a lot of things to this kid. Let's just say average 14-year-old. It's weird. Sure. But it's not his sure. job to hop in and split the mom and the son. So, the third will... Shut your mouth. <laughs> if you like her, maybe you'll love her. And it's something you can talk about later. But right now, it's not an issue that you have the right to be involved in. Yeah, it sucks to have you over the house. Maybe there's a lie, though. Maybe there's maybe it's not a 14-year-old. Maybe it's some other guy named Whoa. Clint. That's exactly what I was going to say. She has another cuddle buddy at night, and it what? ain't her son. Okay. Definitely, probably not that, but could be. But I think it's probably a 14-year-old son. It's a little weird, but we don't know the reasoning. And also, you don't have the right. You're three months in. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's weird. 14-year-old son? A 14-year-old? Sleeping no, with mama? I, I don't think it's weird. Your like, son sleep with you? Just in case anybody 14? else is listening that sleeps with their mom that's 14. I didn't say it was wrong, but I think I know it is you weird. Didn't say you should probably it. stop doing it. No. <laughs> I don't think it's I, I don't think it's weird because we don't know the circumstances. I don't I But I said if it's just average, average 14-year-old, mm-hmm. I do think okay. it's weird. Not wrong, but weird. Okay. Average. Okay. I don't want to say what my son has to do or not. He's 13. Great. But. He's not 14, though, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Case dismissed. Uh, thank, uh, the third will, what we do agree on, it's not your business. Yeah. Not yet, not yet, anyway. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Scuba Steve is in studio. Let's do it. It's time for... Scuba Steve Suggests. What's on your mind, Scuba? So Kenny Chesney lost his dog in December, and he got it cremated. I've had my dog for five years sitting in a box. Oh, oh, not alive. Not alive. No, no, no. He passed in 2018, and I've had him in a box of ashes just sitting there in the fire mantle. And I was thinking, like, look, is this bad for him? I guess his soul. I, I love this do you think his soul is in the ashes? That's what I'm wondering. So I love this dog so much. He meant a lot to me. And I'm wondering, I always hear stories of people like releasing the ashes, going places and putting it somewhere. And I just had it trapped in this. And I brought the box with me, by the way. It's right here. <gasps> oh, my oh goodness. My God. Why'd you do that? Ziggy is Sorry? here in this box right here. Tell me about Ziggy. Aww. So Ziggy was a black pug. He died a week before my son was born. And so I had this weird theory that part of Ziggy is in my son. Totally. Okay. 
And so don't hate it. I get that. So I'm wondering, like, am I keeping him trapped in here? Should I take him somewhere? Do you guys have ideas, suggestions of what I should do with this? So it's weird he brought it here. I'm putting him on my lap, by the way. I'm He's not just weirded right out by a box of ashes, but it's go. just weird he brought it in here and was like, oh, by the way, he opens his coat up. I got this. <laughs> but there, there is a lock on it, so that's okay. Yes. Um, I can unlock it if you'd like. I'll tell you my story. My dog before Stanley and Eller, his name is Dusty. I had him for 13 years. And after he died, again, he was very important to me. He was a dog I had through my whole young adult life. I took him and put his ashes in all the different backyards we lived in. I didn't even live in the houses anymore. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So I just would like sneak into the yard and, and spread his ashes out. But that was for me. Okay. It wasn't for him. I didn't think he's trapped in the ash bag. Okay. I don't think... So if you're worried about him being trapped in that box, well, then take the lock off, buddy. Okay. okay? <laughs> Open it up and see what happens. Yes. But I, I, my belief is that is just remains. Okay. I don't think there's any soul locked in that box. I think Ziggy was lucky to have you as an owner. And if it makes you feel better to do something with Ziggy that makes you feel good, then you should go for it. If not, keep it close to you because that also could mean something to you. Okay. Which those ashes. Amy? Yeah. So Josie is my only pet I've ever cremated. And she spent most of her life with us. Or she, I really bonded with her when I lived in North Carolina and Ben was in the Air Force and he was gone a lot. So in that home, she protected me. So after she died here in Nashville, we cremated her, flew to North Carolina with the ashes and spread them at the house we lived in there. Did you do that just to do that, or were you going to North Carolina anyway? Oh, we planned a weekend, and we went, and we did. I mean, we visited friends, but that was the specific reason why we went that weekend. And that was really special. That made sense. Uh, you know, we still owned the home at the time, but there was renters, and we went around midnight, and we were like... <laughs> yeah. I also so, felt crazy doing it. Hopefully, I mean, everything was fine yeah. there, but I mean, I think just something special. I don't think there's a... I agree with Bobby. There's not a soul trapped in there. I mean, like, my dad was cremated, and he's... We buried... We didn't spread his ashes. They're in a container that we... A box that we buried, and so now I'm like, well, shoot. It's, it's double trapped. Right. I'm like, wait, we should have spread him somewhere. organic material. Right, because I think... And Ziggy's he, he's now your son. Exactly, yes. That's, yeah. why, that's why I've kind of coped with it at that time period. Eddie? I kind of like the idea of li- unlocking it and just see what happens. One day you wake up, maybe the box is open and Ziggy's gone. Yeah, but Ooh. then his son's got Ziggy all over his face because he grabbed it. Oh, exactly. yeah. right. Hey, guys. <laughs> I think about that. And yeah. then, then he is in his son. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all know how screwed with Steve is. This makes me think of roll me up and smoke me when I die. Hold on, so should I smoke Ziggy's what you're saying? <laughs> I think it's too late for that. Okay. Why? He died five years ago. That, 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 that's bad. He's already ash. Yeah. Um, that's bad stuff. Okay. Um, so I... If you want to put him somewhere, I think you should, but it's for you. It's not, he's okay. Okay. And I did keep some of his hair as well as in, is in here. Mm, can you like, what? can you like clone a dog or something with the hair DNA? Interesting. Um, Cause I love them. So I love them more than I think I, I love anything else in this easy, world. Easy. Yes and no. Okay. You can clone a dog. Okay. I don't know if you can just clone from hair, if there's enough DNA in the hair. Okay, I kept it for that reason. Hoping I could. Mm. Maybe though. Okay. How much? How much cost clone a dog? <laughs> oh, probably pretty expensive. But Scooby, you can take those ashes, I believe, and there's a company that will turn it into diamonds. Okay. Oh, I can put like make earrings out of it. Make exactly. Earrings. D- okay. Take Ziggy everywhere with you. That's pretty cool. Ziggy's okay. gonna cost you a lot more money dead than alive. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to clone them, fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. One day I will though. Maybe you could get an endorsement. No, just get another dog that needs love instead of cloning a that dog that's dead. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Don't waste the money on you that. You sound okay. sad. I know. Because it won't be Ziggy. 
but it, but it'll if you be a dog it, that right? looks like Ziggy. It's still not Ziggy. That's His true. soul personality will be different. I get that. Okay. I don't know. I feel like you could get it pretty close. Yeah, but like, pretty close. But no, well, it's not Ziggy. I see some Rottweilers sometimes, and I'm like, Josie. They look just <laughs> like her. But you also see a bird, and you're like, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's good. But thanks for sharing. No problem, man. Definitely. Good luck with that, Ziggy. Yeah. Ziggy, here he is, guys. Let's take a look at him. Good dude. Wow. You must have meant a lot to your owner. He did, yeah. Did he know your wife? Uh, he did, yes, yeah. He knew her, and um, he lived all over the world with me except for here. So. Why don't... Okay, last thing I'm going to say. Why don't you take a very tiny bit and eat it? And see what, what happens? And Ziggy what? will always be with you. I just said smoke True. it. Okay. No, like, not smoke it. Eat it. You would... Trust me. You'd <laughs> Do it right now. Scoop would rather smoke it. Eat some of it right now? And it's a song. No, you eat it. It's part of your body. Okay. I, I, don't, want, I don't want you to open it in here. Okay, don't open it in here? Yeah, yeah, Why okay. not, Buzz? Because I don't want the ashes in the, the carpet. If you, look at this. We barely get this place clean once oh, a yeah. month. <laughs> True. So. Wait, question about the hair, though. Did you, when you knew before oh, you he was head. about to get cremated, <laughs> did, uh, did you cut it with scissors or did you collect hair around your house? Uh, so I, I knew he was passing in like within a 24-hour period. So we get, we took him into like a whole like last hurrah type day. And so I knew he was passing. So I combed his hair. It's a pug. So I pulled that hair and I held onto it, put it in a baggie. And then once we got the ashes, okay. I put the ashes with the hair. Man, mm. That makes me sound like a dog dying. I don't yeah. care if it's a movie. They can kill a whole, whole town, whole city, whole country. <sighs> but if one dog goes down, I'm like, no. <laughs> All right, Scuba Steve. Thank you, buddy. That is Scuba Steve right there. Scuba Steve suggests. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Normally, you would find 19-year-old Darnell Wells cutting hair at the shop in the neighborhood that he works at. He's got a little corner chair. He cuts hair there. Hustling well, at 19. 19. That's awesome. Then he decides, you know what? Let me do something bigger. He decided to get free haircuts for the homeless. There's a park down the street. He put signs all over the neighborhood. Come for a free haircut. And then he called his buddy, Zach. Zach, you make good hamburgers. Come over, bring your grill. Make hamburgers. So they grilled hamburgers and cut free hair. They did 30 hamburgers and 12 free haircuts. That's that pretty cool. So, also, he's 19 already cutting hair. It's pretty, That's pretty cool because he knows what he wants to do. I like somebody who like figures it out and goes for it. Lunchbox, if you were to see a free haircut and free burgers at the park for homeless people... One hundred percent. You would get a haircut and a burger. Why? Say you're homeless because it's free. Would you say you're homeless though, or would you just be like, hey, you don't discriminate just because I'm not homeless? I would just walk up if they ask me. Yeah, I'm homeless. If they're probably, but you would say that. Yeah, but if they don't ask, don't ask, don't tell. But he kind of looks homeless, so it would work. Yeah. Sometimes he, he cleans up pretty good. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when I got an event, I clean yeah, up, man. I heart awards. Mm-hmm. Two times a year, <laughs> he really <laughs> dresses up. But you would really do that. One hundred percent. It's free. Why would you not? But it's free with a purpose to help a certain group of people. Yeah. So what's one extra haircut going to cost them? Nothing. But what if a lot of people said that? They're already there doing it, so you might as well. The burgers aren't free. The burgers they have to pay for that. No, but they're giving them away, so they probably already cooked. They they didn't just cook thirty. They probably had thirty one cooked. Oh, thirty one. So one just going to go to waste. Hey, I love the story. I think it's great. Thank you. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. I travel a lot. I'm not, I don't like traveling. I travel a lot for work. So if it's work and I'm on the road, if it's a vacation, I always find myself packing basically an extra bag with all the essentials. I better take two toothbrushes in case I lose one. I better take extra toothpaste. I better take extra shaving gel. In case. I do this constantly, right? I do it with like underwear and stuff too. So, but here's the thing. Now, because of Target Circle 360, that is in the past. Because if you're going on vacation, if you're traveling for work, Target Circle 360 gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You can pack lighter 
or you can just not worry if you forget as much stuff because you do boop 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 in it right there sign up for target circle 360 today the only thing better than getting delivery from target is getting unlimited same day delivery from target while you're on vacation or while you're on the road Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, or pool stuff, or everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had some listeners in the studio yesterday. They hung out with us, and then a lot of you guys went to lunch with them afterward. I'm sorry I couldn't go. I had a Bobbycast, so I couldn't go. But sounded fun. Got a lot of stories back, mostly one story over and over again. Yeah, it was a blast, man. It was a good time. All the stories were about you. Huh? Yeah. So first of all, how was it, Amy, in general? What'd you guys do? Walk me through what happened. In general, it was good. We walked down. We got, ate lunch. We sat there. Everyone was. It was a big table. Very loud. Lunchbox uh, from the future's loud. Has lots of stories, and that was the best part. Like every story he told, it was just more affirmation that it's Lunchbox. So my theory yesterday was because this older gentleman was in here, probably sixty. 60 or so? Yeah, yeah. I said, I think that's Lunchbox from the future who's yeah. played a prank on us and has come back to visit us. Right. And so we started walking through the ways they're alike. What other ways are they alike? Well, uh, so he was a mailman. He's retired. And he's like one of the few that delivered mail on a bicycle. Oh. Lunchbox who rides his bike to work every day? Right. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. 
He had a bike route. Well, he was so loud, like lunchbox. Oh yeah, they were both loud, and they were both using their hands, and they were just everything. They were sitting right you next got to us each good. other. You don't know about it yet, lunchbox, because that's that's you in the future. But you got <laughs> us good. When you get old, just know that we know you got us good. So from all the contests he plays, which I'm sure you know everything is legit and whatnot, but he he you know alluded to that he's creative with his taxes. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, and it's also like Lunchbox to play a lot of contests yes. when he gets older. He like just inner sweepstakes all day. Does his own taxes. Yeah. Well, so that's fun. I also heard some things about Lunchbox in, in the present. So, Morgan, what happened yesterday? Well, this is what he's been doing recently. Whenever it's on the company dime, he seems to think that he can eat and order whatever he wants. And so he ordered three entrees, not for everybody else or himself. Okay, I have no problem with ordering whatever you want, meaning you can exactly. take any entree you want. Yeah, but you right. gotta eat it. We all ordered one. And- I'm looking at a picture of him with three huge plates in front of him. Mm-hmm. There's like a full pizza type thing. There's some sort of meat on... No, no, I'll Shrimp and grits. No, no. That's it was, what it is. It was a bowl of tomato soup, shrimp and grits, and a flatbread. Okay. Something flatbread. Did you order all that because... A, you were extremely hungry and thought you could knock it all down and you needed it. Or B, because since it was free, why not? Uh, I was hungry and it was free. What order? Free, hungry. And what did you do with the food when it was done? Uh, put it in my stomach. Oh, you ate all of it? All Every three single bite. That's no, fine, no, There wasn't a bite left. Well, I ate a piece of the flatbread. Oh, you did ask for a piece of flatbread, but I, I he almost... He was reluctant to give it to me, and I'm like, do you see all that food? That well, did, you did you feel he was abusing the system? I don't feel that he was. He was. He Do you feel like you made yourself it. uncomfortable eating all of it just no. because it was there? No problem. No, he was literally ordering them all like, wow, lunchbox. And he's like, what? I'm not paying. <laughs> I did. It says free, so why wouldn't I? It's and, not free. The and, company's paying, but fine, it's not free. But they were buying us lunch that day, so yes, I'm going to take advantage. And then I was really annoyed at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the person running it in the company was like, all right, you know what? Let's take pictures. I was like... Uh, you didn't even give us the option for dessert. Like, where's the dessert menu? He'd already paid the bill. Yeah, like, they didn't even, like, the, we it. had these listeners. I couldn't afford it. They ran out. But we had these listeners with us. And I'm like, uh, can we not buy them dessert? But you weren't, you didn't care about them. So don't act like it's about them. They wanted dessert, no, too. No, don't. Scuba wanted dessert. It was just I like, know, but what it's not world? about them. It's about you. Yeah, but it gave it, they gave us no option to have dessert. I was like, this so is So just crazy. say, no, it's you that's upset. You aren't upset for the listeners. But I was upset. At? Them for not getting us dessert, getting us, or getting, getting me. There you go. We, we'll I mean, there. I assumed other people wanted dessert. Like we're there. It's a big, yeah. nice, fancy meal. Let's have some dessert. Nope. They just paid the bill without even asking if we wanted it. Scuba, your thoughts on the lunch yesterday? I mean, I, I hate to side with lunchbox, but man, I I am with him on it. Like I, I also ordered an old fashioned. I ordered two things myself. The company doesn't take us out very often or do nice things, so I take advantage of it as do well. Nice thing. <laughs> yeah, and I was okay with it. I'm like, and I kind of looked at everyone else, like, why are you only ordering one thing and no one wanted drinks? Like, this is the, this is your chance to do it. Let's do it. It was noon and we still had work to do, but yeah, I, so what? I did too, and yeah. You know. I know, but it doesn't. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. It may not affect you the same way. I feel like if I were to have a drink at noon on a work day, I'd get tired. So Amy and Morgan think lunchbox is a little bit out of line. Well, I mean, he, it, this is, well, I would like to also say he's standard. done this multiple times right. now. So this isn't, it's his thing. <laughs> this is what he does anytime he eats out and, it, and the company is paying for it. It is three meals no matter what. I guess the word's obnoxious. Why don't you just take some home? I don't understand what is obnoxious about it. Like, you're, you're loud. Do you do that when it. you're at home? You're, or, or with your family? Do I eat a lot? No, no. no when you're with your family, do you ever go out and order three meals? Uh, sometimes two. 
Like I, when I was in Boston, the other, you know, a couple weekends ago, I went to eat with uh, some people, and I got a pizza and a pasta. Ate both of them, <laughs> crushed them. Yeah, okay. that's okay. You're paying for it. It's not bad. Like if he wants to do it, fine. He could just like casually order it. But he, the, I guess, and lunchbox, you know. Oh, I would order. I, they didn't even have appetizers on the menu. I would order apps for the whole table, he, he but they would, didn't have apps. You would have. It's just that he makes a deal of it, and he announces that like, well, I'm not paying. Oh, this is free. Order what you want. Yeah, like Morgan goes. Morgan literally goes. You're ordering three things. I said, I'm not paying. Like, what's the point? Why would you not? Like, <laughs> I just, I don't understand your guys' reasoning no, in the when, world. When we were in Texas, we went to eat at a taco place, and he ordered three different things for tacos. But not only that, after he goes, I need to go get an acai bowl that I can bring back home. After eating three, he had another one that he could only take. He wanted home. to go order. Yes, <laughs> we went well, out of our way to do that. What he's trying to hit the max per diem. Ding, Is that ding, what ding. he does? Oh my gosh, guys! Th- why, why, why would you not? When you're giving, giving I, you're stuff- not supposed to just spend because you can spend. Do you like buy things for your house and like just have it like take box it of home? crackers, whatever? Yeah, <laughs> like stuff that can travel easy. Put in your suitcase. But it was good. Those listeners like won a contest and they came up and hung out and everything funny. was good. It was Nobody- great. Yeah, man. it was so fun. How do you I- feel about you? I feel great about me. Old you. you. I thought he was great too, and he he was like, and uh, his sister Margaret, she was like, I feel you on that one. I said, yeah, it's free. She gave me a fist. That's your sister, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> yes, she was like, yeah, you might as well order more. And nobody on Trouble Company didn't say anything. We're all good. I didn't say anything to me. But Scuba got drunk. No, I no problem. <laughs> oh, also the other thing that is Lunchbox from the future said that he would do at work was he had calculated his built-in screw-off time. While working, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's Lunchbox." He oh, there's no doubt that was him. Oh, it's, here we go. It's him in the future, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I could tell by his eyes as soon as he's in here. <laughs> so the question is: Are you smarter than eighty percent of the population? I'm going to give you the world's shortest IQ test. If you get all three, you're smarter than eighty percent. If you get two, you're smarter than sixty percent. If you only get one, you're smarter than forty percent, which is less than average. If you get none, well, you're dumb. I don't know. <laughs> So I already took the test, so I will not take it again here. Now, we'll give you 45 seconds with each question. Here is question number one, but it will not start until I say time starts, okay? Thank you. Here are the three questions. Number one, a bat and a ball cost $1.10 in total. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Do you want to hear it again? Yes, because I was getting a pen. Why would you already not focus? No, I was looking for a pen, and I, I didn't know, have but a the pen. question was happening, and you were like digging. <laughs> I know. Sort of shoot. Oh, a one bat more time. and a ball. Go ahead. Here okay. are the three questions. Number one: A bat and a ball cost a dollar and ten cents in total. The bat costs one dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? You have forty-five seconds, starting now. Lunchbox is already in. I was in before Amy got her pen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It is the world's shortest IQ test. There are three questions here. There's no way I can hear it one more time, right? It's part of the time, but sure. I know how to answer this. Hold on. Here are the three questions. <laughs> Number one, a bat and a ball cost $1.10 in total. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Why did you just get mad we were playing the question I know, because my I was it just distracts me, but it's fine. Because I, I there know There are two things. This. One, you can take your headphones out. Mm-hmm. Good or, point. Or two... Good point. Just hear the question. Okay. I think I got it. It's yeah. a dollar... Five seconds. More. God, this isn't right, but gosh. Dang it. Time. A dollar more. Okay. The question one more time, please. 
Here are the three questions. Number one, a bat and a ball cost $1.10 in total. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Eddie? 10 cents. Amy? <laughs> 10 cents. Lunchbox? Not right. 10 cents. Morgan? 10 cents. That's not right. It's not right. Think about this. Ugh. So you have a dollar ten. It's a dollar more. So it has to be at least a dollar because to be a dollar more. But if the other one's ten, that's only 90 cents more. What? Right. So you got to go down on one and up on the other. So it's a dollar five and five. It's five cents. Man, I had five cents and I scratched oh. it out. Because if it's going to be a dollar more, Lunch. which is the question. Yeah, you have ten cents written down. Yeah. I scratched out five. No, no, there's no scratching out. There's no what I would have had. Dang. Oh, oh, oh. Everybody gets... Did I explain it okay? Yeah, I uh, messed yeah. up. I went too quick. I got cocky. I mean, I, I heard it and I was like, oh, that's easy. Okay, here we go. Question number two. Number two. If it takes five machines, five minutes to make five widgets, how long does it take 100 machines to make 100 widgets? What? Now I'm going to play it again and then we'll start with the time. This British accent's uh, yeah. Number yeah, two. Yes, the accent. If it takes five machines, five minutes to make five widgets, how long does it take 100 machines to make 100 widgets? The timer has started. I'm in. Nice. Amy comes up quick for air. I can give you the question one more time, guys. Yeah, Number two. If it takes five machines, five minutes to make five widgets, how long does it take 100 machines to make 100 widgets? Five seconds. Mm, mm. I think I'm in. Everybody good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eddie? Yeah. Write your answer? Yeah. Time. Good. Let's go over to Morgan. One minute. Eddie? A minute and 40 seconds. How'd you come up with that? Uh, the time. It's like 100 minutes. Or, dang, I didn't do that right. Lunchbox. 100 minutes. Amy. 100 minutes. It's five minutes. What? Why? If it takes five widgets, five minutes. Five, mach five machines. Five machines. Five machines, five minutes to make to five, five widgets. widgets. It takes 100 machines. They're making 100 widgets. It's going to take five minutes as well. Because five makes five in five minutes, and 100 makes 100 in five minutes. Oh, it's the same thing. Stupid. I'm, I'm feeling really <laughs> dumb right now, Bones. I mean, the rush of 45 seconds is really killing me. Oh, man. It's a rush? He means oh. you're being rushed. Oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, I see that now. Yeah, it's, there's no difference. Dang. There's no difference. It, it, I'm so stupid. Five machines make five widgets. Uh, yeah. 100 machines make 100 widgets, both in five uh, minutes. Yeah. I need to get one right. <laughs> Okay, that. See, at best, you guys are going to be smarter than forty percent. Of we need to get one right. Tricky, tricky. Okay, last question. Go ahead. And number three, mm -hmm. in a lake, there's a patch of lily pads. Every day, the patch doubles in size. If it takes forty-eight days for the patch to cover the entire lake, how long does it take for the patch to cover half of the lake? <laughs> what are you oh, talking stop. about? This is stupid. What is he saying? And now they're all angry at it. Yeah, yeah, and mean, now it's the accent. The lilies. Play it again, Ray. Uh. And number three, in a lake, there's a patch of lily pads. Every day, the patch doubles in size. If it takes 48 days for the patch to cover the entire lake, how long does it take for the patch to cover half of the lake? It's so hard. 
This is hard. Uh, I'm in. It's not that answer, Amy. You're wrong. Are you sure? Yes. Dang. But you didn't see what she wrote. She wrote 24. I'm not saying what she Are wrote. Are you I looking at my paper? How can I see your paper? But I you know can't you, see your paper. If you went that fast, I know you wrote 24 well, and it's wrong. I'm just surrendering to the <laughs> my brain. One more shot here. And number three. In a lake, there's a patch of lily pads. Every day, the patch doubles in size. If it takes 48 days for the patch to cover the entire lake, how long does it take for the patch oh. to cover half of the lake? Mm. Yeah, five seconds, guys. Every day it doubles in size. Or every, every time. Day. So then it would be. Pens like... down. All right, let's for go over to Morgan. <laughs> well, if it's not 24, then maybe it's 56. Mm. There was only 48 days. Listen, just let just let my brain do what it was doing. Yeah, that's definitely. Eddie, you said a minute 40 in the last one, which I still don't quite get how you got there, but I, <laughs> I respect <laughs> it. It's an original thought. Go ahead. 43. Why? I don't know, man. I did. Mo- I doubled and then I subtracted. See, I'm, I, I, you guys, I've already. I figured out this game. Now that it took me three questions, but I figured it out. Go to Amy, and I'll tell you the right okay. answer. It's, it's size. Amy, what's your answer written down? It, well, I wrote down 24, but okay, it's, it's like... It's Lunchbox. Like it's 47. Correct. Because if it doubles, on the 48th day, if it fills the whole thing, one day before, it was only halfway full. Stupid. It's 47 days. I still don't understand that. Oh, my God. Lunchbox, you're smarter than 40% of the population. Amy and Eddie, I don't know, man. And Morgan. Oh, yeah, Morgan. Sorry, you too. <laughs> I mean, it just took me... I, I wish I would have been more awake on the first two questions. Awake? Yeah. And I've already told you guys I have a numbers issue. It's a, a It's shorter. not a numbers issue. Yes, yes, I do. Here's the final. Here we go. The answers to these questions are five cents, five minutes, 47 days. So dumb. Did you get them? No. No, they didn't, buddy. No, we didn't. I did. He got one. We got... Uh, By my son! Three, no. <sighs> three, six, nine, 12. We got one out of 12. We got less than 10%. Man, we're not smart. <laughs> did you get all three of those? I did, yeah. Just like... <laughs> In how many seconds? No, it wasn't super quick. Uh, the, the widget answers, went. Three the widget one took me at least thirty seconds. In thirty. Seconds. Oh, but you did it under forty-five, which is why I gave you guys forty-five. But I, yeah, the widget one was the the flower one I got immediately. I mean, the widget one should have got. That's so. And the money one I got pretty quick too. But the the widget one took me a little bit. Amy, I'm sorry for calling you out like that. That was rude. I mean, but I knew right away that you had it like. I know. I knew. I, I just like the the ten cents. It's like I, I know this isn't right, but I don't know what else to do. But it is wrong. Yes. In a minute forty seconds, Eddie, you get the win for no idea why. Answer. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Janet in Maryland. My kids and I are in the car listening to Fast Car by Luke Holmes and just talking about how successful it's been. And we were wondering, does he make any money off of this song? Or like, if an artist does a big cover like this, can they make money off of this? Even though they weren't the writers and it wasn't their original song. Anyway, I figured you had the inside scoop on this kind of thing. I don't know that it's inside, but what happens is, let's say I do Let It Be. Let It Be, Let It Be. By the Beatles. Yeah. So I have to pay the publisher and the writers. It's like a mecha- it's a mechanical fee. So uh, reality, I'll make like 20% of everything that comes in. It's pretty good, Just though. breaking it down. I make about 15 to 20% of whatever every comes in because I got to pay them like 80% of it. But you pay them after you get paid. Yes. Okay, you don't have to pay any money up front or anything. Correct. You don't okay. have to like buy a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's oh, it. Yes, but you do have to pay them 
after you get paid. And it's like 80%. It's not a bad deal. No, it's not because you didn't write it. Right. But if it blows up, you're like, <laughs> one, if you're the writer of it, you're like, dang, this is awesome. I, I did nothing and I'm getting paid again. Yeah. yeah. And then two, you didn't have, you have to write it. And so you're just grabbing something that's already been done, slap, slap some gel on it and put it back out again. Dang, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, here is another voicemail. Good morning, studio. I want to say last week was my first time in Nashville, so we took a bus tour. The guide pointed out the studios on Music Row, but never mentioned Bobby Bones. I don't understand that because the Bobby Bones show is a top-rated morning show, and you're the youngest inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. I think that's worth mentioning. Well, I appreciate that. I'm just surprised they didn't mention Lunchbox specifically. Right. Who cares about me? Like, that's the building where Lunchbox sits every morning. So you're the star. It's you. It's true. It's you. Yeah. I, sometimes they'll, they'll be driving by and I hear them go, look, there's, and, and I, if I'm like walking out, let's buy bones. Sometimes I'm out and they're like, we don't even know there's a radio station there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hit or miss. And we ain't famous. So we're moderately known in rural areas of America. That's what I would say. And the name's not on our building. So maybe some people don't know. Our name? Yeah. The show's name. Well, even not even the call letters anymore. It's just a white <laughs> like building a now white because building. they took all they that stuff, all yeah. stuff off. Yeah. yeah, it's not our building anymore. It'll always be our building. Mm. We I think own we're this just place. like down No, here. we're squatting now. <laughs> we are. We're not even paying rent. We're squatting. We're just not moving out. <laughs> the Here's Amy's pile of stories. Girl math. Are you familiar with it? I know girl dinner. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What's girl dinner? And we need to get on I, and get with the times. I am with, with the, the times. This one, the girl math from TikTok. Yeah, I'm but in. A girl dinner, girl math's like the sequel to girl dinner. Okay. Girl dinner's like little things spread out. This is my girl dinner. Oh. I have girl dinners all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, it's like I have, I have that some nuts, maybe a piece of meat. What are you guys talking 30 about? 30 minutes. No, I don't understand. <laughs> okay. like, well, what do you mean? Gr- girl math is going viral, and pretty much it just breaks down the price of an item uh, per wear. So it's like, well, no, I'm not really paying that much for it. If you look at it this way, it's only $2 per wear if I wear it this much. And it also uh, lets you buy something on sale and then say that that's found money. Oh, that's not true. You get to put it towards something else. (laughs) That ain't true. My wife does this. That ain't true. (laughs) Yeah. You'll never believe Mm -hmm. what it used to be listed Uh at. What? (laughs) What do you mean used to? No, no, how much? No, no, it doesn't matter. But look what it used to be. Look at all this money we found. Yeah. Yes. No, no, we didn't find anything. We're still spending money. Go ahead. It's reframing the narrative around shopping and girls, women, men. I don't men, know. Maybe yes. you want to try it out. Of course I do. Yeah. Yes. You try it. Uh, do it on your golf stuff. No, like, I, don't, I don't. I know I do it on everything. Go ahead. Okay. Well, in Illinois, parents are now required to share the wealth that comes from putting their children on social media as kid influencers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hope they don't do this with pet influencers. <laughs> they should. Well, I got a bunch of back paper Stanley coming. <laughs> so what's up? Well, minors need to appear in at least 30% of the content over a 30-day period to qualify for compensation. And they'll just have to make sure that they're putting it towards them, which I have done this with my kids before regarding certain things. And it, it is like a tax thing too, just FYI. Yeah, you can pay your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, we like legally? Talk. Yeah. Legally, oh. you can. Wow. Yep, they can work. She's acting shady with it, but it's really not a shady thing. <laughs> okay. But it's yes, it's mostly shady. to try to keep parents from just exploiting their kids and them having nothing. But the problem is, if your kid is six and he doesn't know the difference anyway, how's right. he going to know he's on 30% yeah, exactly. or even know the law? Still, it is a step in a right direction, so I'm here for it. Well, and my kids are not 
kidfluencers by any means. It was just more so a way because there was certain stuff you have to pay for when it comes to them for school. And if you pay your kids and then from their account, they can pay for their... But why do you start whispering it whenever it's... <laughs> I don't know. It, felt, it, it feels weird, but I know it's legal. Which, this is definitely a money-heavy pile because Luke Bryan was uh, talking about how his net worth can be found online. And so his kids, you know, Google that sometimes just to figure out, hey, where is dad now? And it looks like he's somewhere around 160, 170 million. And that he tries not to take advantage of all the perks of being who he is with his kids. Like if they want to go to an amusement park, they could probably be like, Dad, you could just like pay somebody, make a phone call. We, can, we don't have to wait in line. But he's like, no, we go, we wait in line like everybody else. Mm-hmm. That site is never right. The yeah, net worth thing is thing. never. I'm not saying he's not worth that or more. He could be worth more, but it's never right. They have no idea, actually. I still look at it and go, wow, but they really have no idea. <laughs> right. So, okay, cool. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Earlier this month, Navy Seaman Anthony L. Mazes of Weymouth, Massachusetts, passed away at age 80. Anthony had prepaid for his funeral services. He was going to be buried at the Massachusetts National Cemetery, but the funeral home was not able to locate any family to attend the service. So the funeral director, Kara Johnson, got on social media and was like, hey, we're looking for anybody to escort Anthony to his final resting place. So that message was shared hundreds of times across multiple veteran support organizations and biker groups. And so when the funeral procession lined up, there were 500 motorcycles. Oh, wow. wow. That's amazing. That had all seen it online and decided to come help out and pay their final respects. 500. That's awesome. I bet that was loud. Here is Bill Kenefick saying that no Vietnam vet should be, you know, left alone or go out alone. We don't know him. It doesn't matter. We just that's a that's a sad story for a Vietnam vet to to go out alone. So everybody's just rallied up and here we are. Love it. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Every time I go on a trip, if I'm traveling for work, if I'm traveling for vacation. If it's like an extended away, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials. You know, do I have like four tubes of toothpaste just in case or supplies? You know what I mean, right? That's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same day delivery wherever they go, which for me, when I'm talking about packing, it allows me, it could be for a vacation for you. It could be me working. Uh, It allows me not to pack as much because it'll all be waiting for me at my destination Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.